Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are picking up where the Drunk Monk Podcast left off, hosted by Keiko Agena and Will S. Choi. I was a big fan of their podcast and was really sad to see that they stopped their show, so I decided to pick it up and I managed to find me a co-host. Okay, Will and Keiko did their show a little drunk, and so we're going to do our show with a little junk. So I've got my junk food here, which isn't really junk food. It's sushi that I will be sharing with Candace today. Crunchy, roll, spicy. It's Yeah, you got water. I got that milk. Oh, mm. yeah, good move, good move. Yeah. Also, you must know, I have seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching it about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen the pilot episode and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, so this is Mr. Monk Gets Jury Duty, Season 4, Episode 16. Season finale, Candace. Yes. So, So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see the captain and Disher on hot pursuit of infamous drug lord Miguel Escobar. After their on-foot chase, they manage to apprehend him, and Stoudemire is very pleased with his catch. But it's short-lived when the FBI demands that he hand over the most wanted fugitive. Meanwhile, we also see Monk, who has been summoned for jury duty, and with his luck, he's selected. Monk must work with his fellow jurors to solve a murder case. It turns out the man they all originally thought was guilty is innocent, but that's only where the drama begins. So one of the jurors actually murders an old woman to secure her spot on Monk's jury, but why? Well, she wanted access to the courthouse, where her fiancé was awaiting transfer to the FBI, you guessed it, Miguel Escobar. Once the other 11 jurors figure her out, she pulls a gun and ties them up. Then she meets Escobar, takes out the agents, and they head to the roof. Natalie, noticing some uneven blinds in the jury room, knows something's wrong and rushes to save Monk. Then they call Randy and they're able to cut them off at the laundry chute. Some people will just do anything to get out of jury duty. <laughs> Quote Randy. Quote Randy. Candace. What did you like about this episode? Well, a lot. My likes list pours on over to my dislikes list. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Okay, why don't you go first then? Okay. Stottlemyre and Randy get their very own chase scene. They do. Right off the bat, I love that. The way that these two characters that we've known the whole season, and they're more of like office jobs. Not office jobs, but like never really in the field. As you, much as, you like, action, action. You haven't seen the one called The Sleeping Suspect where... This is in season two, though, so I'm sure mm-hmm. they've had a chase since then. But Randy, at the very beginning, uh, they're about to go on a chase, and Randy says, if I'm going to be honest, sir, I've been waiting my whole career for this. And he's like, Aww. all right. So they get in the car, and they're like, we're in hot pursuit. And they turn on the car, and then they start to drive away, and the suspect that they're chasing, like, T-bones a truck. Mm-hmm. And so he crashes, and so they stop. Aww. And Randy's like, oh. And Sotomayor's like, so how was it? Aww. <laughs> so I had another layer of complete and utter excitement for Randy wow. getting to actually be on a chase. So that was it was really good. It was really yeah, good. that was like amazing scene just to start off with. And Stottlemyre takes down Escobar. Yeah. Gunpoint. Well, it's kind of the lady who is being held to gunpoint. She, yeah, she, she elbows him she and Stottlemyre takes <sighs> the gun. Yeah. Random lady to the save the day. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so mine is going to begin where Monk thinks he's being drafted. 
<laughs> because Natalie <laughs> comes so Natalie comes into his apartment and is like, oh, I have some bad news, but it's okay. You don't have to report for weeks. Don't worry. And he's like, oh my gosh, they've reinstated the draft. I've been drafted. I'm going to have to shower with naked people. <laughs> A good old monk, man. That's that's a great line. I also have that, so I'll just cross that out. But I everything else from now is gonna be quotes. But here we go. Um, he's talking about the man who created Tupperware, and he's like, "Man, I love Tupperware so much." Cause I guess Tupperware was new whenever this aired. I doubt it. I I doubt it was a new. From like the nineties. I actually don't... I would think... I, I, I want to say that they've been having Tupperware parties since, like, the 50s. Oh. But I, I could be totally wrong. I'm just guessing. Well, he's talking about the Tupperware, the man who made Tupperware, and he's like, man, you know I don't like to shake hands, but I would shake his hands. Because they're then, probably perfectly clean. Na- perfectly... Nat- Natalie says... I think he's probably dead. And he's like, it's okay, he's probably perfectly preserved. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, oh, it's basically airtight. Okay, so I have a kind of an umbrella thing. Everything about Monk being on jury duty is epic. Yeah. The first thing, he's trying to get out of it, and the judge is asking him, you know, what's wrong with you? Why do you need to get out of it? He says a little bit of quirks, but then he talks about the two plants that he has that Mm -hmm. he has to take care of at home. And he's Uh, like, can't can't your assistant take care of those plants and he's like here's the thing your honor she tends to overwater <laughs> and Natalie goes I do not <laughs> I did that once she goes she goes that is not true <laughs> it's like I know but a but overwatering to a fern that's like a swimming pool oh my gosh monk and his ferns <laughs> do you have anything else about uh let's let me see oh then my other thing about him being on jury duty is when he tells on the girl when her cell phone rings Oh, yeah. Whose phone is that? It's juror number three. Uh huh. And juror number eight, yeah, she was sleeping. (laughs) And then he says, uh, the judge says, Mr. Monk, nobody likes a tattletale. And he says, okay, I think juror number six is a tattletale. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't remember who said, oh, uh, Monk said this, but I don't know what was the context, but he said, I'd rather be sucked out of an airplane. And I think it was what he was talking about, jury duty. I'd rather be sucked out of an airplane window. That was so good. <laughs> and we've seen him on an airplane. So. Wait, we yeah, have? And Mr. Monk on an airplane. Intense? That was actually the season finale of season one. That was my top rated episode. Was he like, uh, like super scandalous? He was, yeah, just twitchy, nervous. They were trying to distract um, him and stuff. Yeah. But he solves a murder on the plane, so. Spoiler alert. Wow. Okay, you have anything? You just went, didn't you? Yeah, I'll go again, though. Okay. Because I have a really good one. Okay, okay Captain Stottlemyre is being interviewed while he's taking away Pablo Escobar. And a lady says, will you not let Pablo Escobar escape? And he says, of course not. She says, that's what you said last time. And he replies with, I wasn't in charge then. And I was like... Boom, power move. Boom, Captain Sotomayor. Boom. Yep. Man in charge. I like, I don't think it's the same scene, but I have intuitive Randy. So when Escobar is being held, I want to say Randy is standing next to him. And then he asks him to scratch his nose for him because it's in handcuffs. And then 
he says, it's okay. I'll be scratching my own nose soon enough. And then Randy's like, yeah, sir, he just said he was going to scratch his nose. <laughs> he's like, okay. And he's like, yeah, but it sounded like a threat. It's <laughs> like, I, don't, I thought that was funny. But my little tidbit off of that was Noah actually noticed in the opening scene because the guy says, oh, tell my fiance and tell her I'll be there for our wedding. Yeah. And you said, oh, there you go. He's telling you right there he's going to escape. Yeah, that's in my di- dislikes. I'm like, Escobar is too suspicious right off the bat. Yeah, so I was like, oh, Noah got it. But then I said intuitive Randy because he saw Escobar, what he was saying as a threat also. Yeah. He was flat out telling him, and Stottermeyer ignored it. So, it, I mean, that's that's a plus for Randy. Another, that is a plus for Randy. Another good cop moment. I mean, he... he made it sound like a threat <laughs> he did though so he like, really did um i think it was randy who says we were co-captains oh 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 monk when he's talking about the juror who's like oh i've done this before i'll be leader or whatever let's, oh, let's vote monk, yeah. and at the very end monk's like he's explaining to natalie it was so much fun he was kind of the captain but we were we were co-captains yeah the, the foreman yeah um, okay, I have when Monk and Natalie are screaming at each other out the window. <laughs> that is that so good. That is so good. How did so I not have anything for He discovers, so good. because he's Monk, he's working on a murder case, and he discovers a murder outside. He discovers a dead body in the dumpster. Or, you know, he thinks there's a dead body in the dumpster. So he's trying to tell Natalie, and he's like, oh, hey, Natalie. And he's yelling at her from the top. And he says, there's a body in the dumpster. And she's like, you want a hot toddy and mustard? <laughs> I brought Cobb salad. And he's like, no, no, no. There's a body in the dumpster. And she's like, I just brought the Cobb salad. <laughs> and then then he, then she figures it out. Oh, there's a body. Got it. Okay. And then cut to later. Whenever she's like, she's like, oh, no, sorry, I missed one. Whenever he says, call Captain Stottlemyre, oh, yeah, yeah. and he puts his hand, his fingers over his mouth like a mustache. A little, a little Captain Stottlemyre <laughs> mustache. Stottlemyre, that was really cute. She's and, like, "Oh, there's like, a body in the dumpster." <laughs> and then cut to whenever they discover the body, and Monk is like, "Who is it?" And Natalie's like, "No ID." And he's like, "No idea. <laughs> no ID." No idea? No ID! No idea. No ID, Mr. Monk! No ID! Did you check her identification? (laughs) (laughs) And then Natalie's like, no! And waving her arms. And then she she gets gets Randy. Randy. She gets Randy. She makes him into an eye. And then then she she holds onto his arms, which we're doing it for you now. And she holds onto his arms and then stretches out to make a D. And then she says... Which she could have just said and identification. I know, I saw it. That was a plot. He says he says identification, and so she could have said said identification. But it makes so much more funny. And then so she's like that, and then he's like, no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is too freaking much. Oh my gosh. Okay, go because I can't with this one. Okay, this one is also so funny. So this, I guess he's an immigrant, and he, and he's 
on the jury. Oh, yep. And he's talking about what's good and what's bad for America. And he's like, I love America. And it's it's super funny, right? And Monk, before we was saying, oh, we're co-captains, right? While he's talking to Natalie in that same conversation, the guy walks by and he says, you should listen to him more. This man is great for America. <laughs> That's cute. So funny. He, he goes back and forth on Monk. He's like, I take it back. This man is terrible for America. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the end, he comes around. So funny. Okay, mine is that same conversation. And then at the end, well, I don't like this part with the with the mean guy. But yeah, ugh. but Monk says, all right, a year from now, Benny Hanna's making it happen. <laughs> and he's like, you know, that's never going to happen. I don't like that part, but I like how Monk is excited to go to Benny Hanna's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so cute. And although Natalie plays such a small part in it, the plot is essential to Natalie. So I really like how Natalie saves the day. And, well, I mean, someone else could have walked by there, but no, Natalie walked by there and she saved the day. Yeah, that's true. I like it. My overarching theme was, it was, it was like a modern day 12 Angry Men. Have you ever heard of that movie? Okay, so we watched this in Criminal Law in college, and it's... I know a lot of people are going to know it's a really, really classic movie, but it's basically exactly what happens where they go into a jury room and one person says that the person is innocent while everybody else says it's guilty. And then they spend hours and days and stuff where everybody's like, it's tired, wants to go home, is missing baseball game, missing their kids and all this stuff. But they all end up in the end coming around to saying that he is innocent. So this was, I'm, I'm, I, I'm almost a thousand percent sure this is a nod to 12 angry men, but as it relates to Monk, I love to see Monk going against everyone Mm -hmm. and then convincing them. Proving it right. And Monk was forced to have partners, like they said, like you let us in your head. What are you thinking? We're partners. But man, he sure does not need other people helping him out. Except for Natalie. Exactly. Yeah. Natalie saves the day, baby. Um. Is that all? Yep. What did you dislike, Candace? Okay. Yeah. Natalie's throw. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so bad. Okay. They're trying. He, she's trying to help him out. She's trying to be a good assistant. She's trying to give him a wipe while he's on the jury. But so she's not supposed to. She gets yelled at. And then so Monk's like, yeah, throw it. Just, just throw it over the top. And then so Natalie just chunks it. Natalie can't throw? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. What the heck was that? You said two of mine. Oh. Uh, or you mentioned the oh, okay, Escobar yeah. is too suspicious scene, and you just said Natalie can't throw. So I only have one. I only have one more, so that's perfect. The mean guy. Oh, yeah. He sucks. <sighs> he sucks. Like, everything about him, every scene with him, he ruins every scene. Not ruins, but it's just like, he just makes you not happy. Yeah. I felt like everybody else was mean enough to Monk that we didn't need someone being Extra overtly mean, mean yeah. to him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, that's so impolite to smoke with a guest yeah. in the room. While like, you're sleeping. Exactly. Like, you need a cigarette that bad that you have to do it while you're sleeping. Like, that's messed up. Yeah, while you're sleeping. Okay. My only other thing is Monk saying, I don't know, whenever he writes not guilty. 
they all submit guilty, oh, guilty, guilty. Oh, oh, and then oh, 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 instead of him having a decent reason, he, uh, I don't, I don't they're really like, know. why do you think? He's like, I don't know. That's that and, monk. Yeah, that's not... I've heard him say, I don't know before. Like but he just has a hunch? He has a hunch. But, but in that instance, I feel like he didn't even have a hunch, if that makes sense. Like... It wasn't, I guess, I guess it was still a hunch. Something felt wrong to him, but he didn't even illustrate it as something felt wrong to him. He more, he more of said, I don't think we should come back with a verdict this quickly. He didn't say he actually had a hunch. He literally said, I don't know. And if you don't know Mr. Monk, you don't know that a hunch means, oh, he's probably right. They're just like, you're psycho. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's it for what I didn't like. Oh, so that means we can go and do, he's the guy. Okay, so do you have anyone for He's the Guy? I thought I did, and it was the FBI agent who was speaking for the Attorney General. The mean one? Yeah, but I think he's from Diary of a Future President. Remember that show that we watched, mm-hmm. right? Like the very like beginning, right? He's like the, the stepdad on that show, I think. Or he <laughs> looks a lot. Well, how lot about this? We look it up. If you're right... We'll leave this in the show. If you're wrong, we'll take it out. <laughs> that's good. That's a good idea. Wait. No. Okay, yeah. Do it. Okay, so Did I knew... Did you have anyone? I had three. Not gonna lie. Oh my people. gosh. Yeah, and I didn't know. It's funny because I didn't know where any of them were from. I didn't even, like, think about, oh. like, oh, like, where do I know them from? I was like, nope, they're too off-character. Yeah. I have no clue where they're from. But you just recognize I recognized them. them, and then I started thinking, wow, I have too many people. Maybe I recognize them from this episode. <laughs> and I got kind of nervous, and then I looked it up, and I was like, nope, I know all these people. Okay, so the first one... Wait, wait, wait. Don't ask me any questions, because I'm going to be eating. <laughs> okay. So the first one is Emmanuel Vagir, which is the girl that plays the fiance. Mm-hmm. I know her from, okay, she has a lot of credits. She actually has been on a lot of shows as a reoccurring character. Lost Girl, Smallville, Two and a Half Men, CSI New York, and then she has a ton of other credits. But I knew her. I was like, yes, that's it. She is Nikki from One Tree Hill, who is Jake's girlfriend, his baby mama, and she's creepy. I knew it was her. Got it. Okay, my second one. Okay. Plays Escobar. His name is Carlos Gomez. He also is in a few regular shows. The Glades, Madam Secretary, but OMG. And I can't believe I didn't recognize him. Actually, I kind of did, but long story short. He is Julio from Friends. Monica's, like, fleeing from, like, one night where... Because they were co-workers at the diner. And he writes this poem about her, like, how she's an empty vase... Oh, I remember that. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Before she's an empty vase and then she's like, oh my gosh, isn't it so romantic? And they're like, he's calling you like dim-witted. And then he admits, yeah, all American women are like that. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Okay, and then the last person is the, the jury foreman. Mm-hmm. Benito Martinez is his real name. He is on tons of stuff that I knew, like tons and tons, but... The biggest reoccurring role he had was, one was a supernatural, but I knew him from How to Get Away with Murder. He played the assistant district attorney, Todd Denver, for quite some time. At least a season or two seasons or something. Wow. So, yep, that's my that's my three. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, I like knocked, that. Knocked him out. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. 
Junk time! Our favorite time on the show. Where we get to try the sushi. Can we hit it again? That's what I like to hear. I'm going to try this. It looks like it's got some crab and avocado. It's very spicy. So, Candice, I'm going to ask you a question today. Since I'm too young to be on jury duty, have you ever served jury duty? Well, as a matter of fact, I did. But I don't know if you would technically count it as serving on a jury. I got the summons. I went to the courthouse, 9 a.m. There was a bunch of people there. We went in. It was actually for, um, on the docket, there were two juvenile cases for the day. So we went in, uh, we went and signed up, waited around for, I guess, I don't know who to show up, the announcer people. (laughs) That's technical. They came in. We went into a room. They came in and said, okay, so we had two juvenile cases for the day. Both of them made plea bargains. So you are dismissed. Go out there and sign the paper. You can either take $7 or you can donate the $7 to... Texas, I guess. I don't know. Justice. I don't know. I didn't donate it. I took it. So I don't know where I don't know where everybody else's money went. But mine went into my pocket. I had coffee and I was like, Yeah, they paid me seven bucks to basically wake up early this morning, so I'm going to do it. So yeah, that was my jury duty. It was a juvenile case. I got seven bucks. Dang. Yep, that was it. Making bank. So let me ask you. Would you would you ever want to be on a jury? Mm, oh, I found that like super fascinating, uh, that whole episode, and also like, wouldn't it be cool to be on one of those giant cases like the O.J. Simpson? Yeah. Right. Uh, Michael Jackson. No. What's Jody Arias. What's his face? From the O.J. Simpson uh thing, Celebrity Big Brother. I know. Kato Kalen. Kato Kalen. Yeah. Kato Kalen. Yes, I would love to be Kato Kalen. Oh my gosh. I could be the Tom Green tier Kato Kalen. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh. For all you Big Brother fans. No one watches Big Brother. No. (laughs) Yeah, people watch Big Brother. No, you watch it. You watch it. You better watch it. You better watch it. Celebrity Big Brother. After you listen to the rest of this, though. (laughs) Sweet. So, do you think you'd be good at it? I know you're not the best. Okay, Candace. With decisions. I'd be like, I'd be be Monk. (laughs) No, you'd be the Mm. you'd be the fiance. Goes, Looking over? No, she goes opposite of everyone else. Oh. <laughs> she changes everything. Like, well, I think I'm going to go <laughs> not guilty. And they're like, okay, we'll go not guilty. She's like, why is she so trying to think? <laughs> That's Noah. Yeah. Okay, so what kind of case would you want to be on? Juvenile's lame. Actually. Juvenile's tough. Because you're, you're like, oh, it's a kid. Yeah. It's, I think you feel like it'd be harder to be tough on crime. I don't think they like, let... It's a little kid or, you know... My teacher told me that they don't like letting Catholics do jury duty because they're like, they won't be hard enough or whatever. Hmm. Right? Like, that's like a thing. They're like... Because my teacher, she's like 60, and she's never had jury duty because they always don't Does let her do sure? it. Yeah. Might be something to do with possibly they won't seek the death penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably it. I would, I'd want to do a death penalty case. I think I could do it. Because you'd be like... I, I would be... I know I would feel the weight of it once I was there, but if you didn't know this, I am... I have a minor in criminal justice. So my major was behavior, but my minor's in criminal justice. So I did take yeah. a lot of criminal, like I said, criminal law classes and stuff like that. 
And I feel like I would be, you know, as decisive as one could be Mm -hmm. in that situation. Did they create reasonable doubt? Guilty, not guilty. And then the sentencing. I think I could do it. That's so cool. That'd be exciting. Oh, okay. So I have something super random. Okay. Do you remember whenever I asked you a few weeks ago, what would you do with a million dollars? Yes. And you said you would buy some land in Wisconsin? Oh my God, yes. Okay, well, I was reading uh, Facebook in the monk groups, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw this article that was talking about how Tony Shalhoub is a Green Bay Packers fan, which is Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I was like, what? And I clicked on it, and he grew up in Wisconsin. Oh my And I was like, how did Noah know that? I was like, he predicted it. No way he knew that. (laughs) What? Is that not crazy? Any more questions? Candace. Nope, just snacking on some sushi. No. Yeah, drunk time's over. I know. Let me take my final bite. No social media update. Mm. Oh, we picked our first ever. Oh, we did, we did, we did, we did, we did. I did because I am the best. And our winner was at Susie Lou 28. Mm hmm. That is correct. Um, so. Give her a follow, give us a follow, give everyone a follow, will ya? Yeah, so that was for a $25 Amazon gift card, but we also have monthly giveaways going on. So you can win one, and it is so cool. We're working on the t-shirt designs. Yeah, we're going to make t-shirts. We're making t-shirts. Randy Disher Project, baby. But yeah, we're going to have t-shirts sometime in the near future, but we are going to do like a monk package. Mm -hmm. It's going to have... DVD, a book, uh, some, you know, monk gear, some surprises, some people. Su- some surprises, surprises. people. We'll just let you be surprised. And but it has monk stuff in it and non-monk stuff, so. You can guarantee me and Candace's favorite snacks in there. Ooh, this is true. So, we'll surprise you on which, which are our favorite snacks is because I think you asked this on the show before, mm-hmm. what is my favorite snack? And I didn't answer you it. You didn't answer But... I do have my answer because I had some time to think about it off camera. And let me tell you, it's gonna, it is it is a wild card. Okay. It's it going to go in the box, though. It's going in the box. Okay, cool. So enter on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or at, Facebook. Or Facebook. Yeah. At Junk Book Podcast. Yep. Yep. That's it. So hit us up. All right, let's I'm go. Sure. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next segment. Ready? You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? Welcome to Plot Holes, everybody, where we state our plot holes. Get us? It's kind of okay. explanatory, but... First things first, can you try on evidence? Oh, the yeah. guy put the I pants oh, on, I the bloody pants. I that, I thought that was very strange, but I, I don't know, that. like, I feel like they might be able to take the evidence out of the bags and examine it. I don't know that they'd be allowed to put it on, but then it's like, again, I guess... If they're letting you touch it and put your fingerprints on it, but I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I really don't see, like, what if there's, like, a speck of DNA that they missed or something that they need to retest, and it's, like, it's got some random juror number two's butt on. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say booty on it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's my question. Okay. Another one. Can Monk not claim... There's a lot of things you can do to get out of jury duty. Could he not claim, like, disability or something to get out of jury duty? Yeah, so I'm crazy. Like, very, very crazy. I mean, because, like, OCD 
and like anxiety disorders, those are oh, 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 disabilities. Because like they, they usually explain it pretty well in other episodes, like uh, traumatic... Uh, yeah, he has PTSD or he has... What does he have? Like a traumatic disorder that makes him like buzz out or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Psychological discharge. He yeah, psychological, psychological discharge. discharge from, so yeah. why would they just let him... That's a uh, that's a good plot hole. That was good. That was a good catch there, Noah. I like that. Do you have any plot holes? No. You don't. No. Okay. So my last one. <laughs> How dare you? So my last one is okay. I'm gonna act like I'm a super expert on this, right? Because I learned this stuff half of it at criminal law school, right? Yes. That I that's fake, but <laughs> half of it my criminal justice degree half of it i learned at the state fair okay people they've got like they've got like exhibits where they talk about police dogs and stuff like that so from my understanding dogs who are trained to do certain things they're trained to do those certain things so you will not have a bomb sniffing dog searching for drugs you don't have a drug sniffing dog searching for dead bodies those are cadaver dogs so if, okay, so you got that. Also, if a dog barks, if one of those dogs barks, that means that there is that thing that they are trained for right there. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, this police officer is walking his dog next to the dumpster. That dog signals there's something in there. And it just let If just he walk. signaled, that means that that dog was most likely, I mean, again, 99% sure, that dog would be a cadaver dog. Because it would have smelt a cadaver in the dumpster. Yeah. So that police officer would have been like, whoa, my dog is barking at a body. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was like, come on, and like pulling it like it wasn't trained. It was a police dog. Yeah. Those are like some cool dogs, you know? Does that does that make sense? That makes 100% sense. So yes. Monk, yeah, obviously he was intuitive by saying, oh, that dog was sniffing around. But the dog wasn't just sniffing around, it was barking. At the dumpster. Yeah. So that dog was signaling that there was a body in there. That police officer should have known that. That's funny that you're with your state fair education. <laughs> Got him. Got him. You've been plot-holed. I like that. You've been plot-holed. You've been plot-holed. <laughs> and then you've been debunked. <laughs> debunked. Okay, so that's it. We're oh already gosh. on our last two segments. When I always flip that last page, it's so sad. How crazy was Monk this episode? Guinness. Okay. Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Noah is ready to tell us out of 10 what. I can feel it. I am so freaking ready. Okay. I, do, if you I like yours that much, do you want me to go first? So well, that you can follow me Well, we gotta do crazy moments. No, we usually say out of 10 what. We oh, debate oh, it. Oh. And then we're like, oh, okay, out of 10 this. Out of 10. OG, 80-year-old. Juror 8 orthopedic shoes that's right okay i put out of 10 overwatered natalie ferns dang it that's good that is really good i like that one you thought i was gonna do cob salad i did i thought about it and i was like mm, what else better and i thought of the overwatered natalie ferns like a swimming pool natalie come on all right, I think I've won because Noah's been debunked. I'm just kidding. That doesn't Never make any use sense. That. <laughs> Against her. Gosh, right? 
My mind is blown. I thought mine was going to be the best thing I've ever seen. Okay, well, do you want to go do a crazy moment? Yeah. Do you have any at all? So it's out of 10 Natalie Ferns, and here are the crazy moments. Crazy moment number one. He could have saved everyone, and he chose to fix the blinds. Yep, I have th- that part, and then he fixes the blinds at the beginning, and the lady catches him. Oh, yeah. And says, what are you doing? Which I thought that lady was pretty, pretty nosy. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure if I saw uneven blinds like that, I would fix them. He was even... tilting them, you know, like back, backwards and forwards. I would have yeah. done that. Yeah. Also, I have all the things that he does to get out of jury duty, which he says he can't use the same bathroom as anyone. Oh, yeah. And then he also can't eat food unless it's he sees it being prepared. And Natalie, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's very persnickety. <laughs> and then the fact that he claims plants as dependents. Yes. He can't do it. He tries to, which this has some, uh, like, reasoning behind it. I understand. But still, after being told, like, obviously, like, I'm sleeping with this in my mouth. You're not going to take it away. Like, that'd be weird. Monk tries to take the cigarette away from the mean guy's mouth, which I know, mean guy, cigarette bad. But, like, still. I'll add another crazy moment. You know he didn't sleep in that bed. He didn't sleep at all. And then he yeah. was fully dressed. You know he didn't sleep in that hotel room. So you know he was sleep deprived that next day. Okay, it's I pretty just... crazy that he'll, yeah, he'll stand yeah. up instead of sitting or laying anywhere in a hotel room. Yeah. I remember what this is supposed to say. It says, doesn't vote for people, question mark. Which also has definitely a lot of reasoning behind it because now that I think about it it's like Monk doesn't vote with the people or if Monk did vote with the people oh. he'd have it on his shoulders and you know good Monk crazy about it so now I'm like oh wait that makes no sense because Monk is Monk and Monk's gotta do what a Monk's gotta do yep it's true my last one is that he tattles on everyone <laughs> about the phone and the sleeping. And the sleeping. And the tattletailing. Yeah. So that's it. So, out of ten over-watered Natalie Ferns, how crazy was Monk this episode? No, Candace. How crazy was Monk this episode? Because I forgot to write a number. Okay, I'm going to go with 5.5. Okay, because I don't think he was too crazy. We didn't have a lot of, you know, moments. But when he's forced to be with other people, you see how they react. And then you realize, yeah, he is crazy to other people, you know. Because I always rate it, like, relative to Monk himself. But when you see him with other people, it's relative to other people. So he didn't have very many things, but he gets extra points for, yeah, you're kind of cray-cray to other people. Okay, 5.5, 5.5, I like that. I'm going to go a little higher on saying 6. So you got a 6? A 6, yep. All right, got me a 5.5 and our last segment. Rate this episode. All right, Candace. Well, I would say, how would you rate this episode? But I'm just so excited to share my rating. So sorry. Um... I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it, Candace. 
a 10 out of <gasps> 10. A perfect. And the crowd goes wild. So, wow. 10 out of 10, golden episode for Noah. Best episode I have ever seen of Monk. Nice. So far. Well, that's awesome. That was the season finale. So good. Season four. And you've, so you've only seen a handful of episodes, really. We've been doing this for quite a while, but you've only seen a handful. And this one marks really high. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. It's really, really good. All right. So I am going to rate this episode a 10 point, you know, no monk episode deserves lower than a 10. Perfect is two tens. So here we go. My rating is 10.925. Really? Yes. So a 9.25 out of 10. So what made you rate it a 9.25? Nine and a quarter. Well, I thought it was another great episode for the top of the pack. I'm really excited to go back and rate these episodes, like rank them, you know, for our recap. Super excited about that. So another great episode for the top of the pack. I can feel it already. It gets you right from the start with all the action. It's so good. It has two great storylines with the drug lord and the jury duty and brings them together in such a clever way. Yep. This episode is so good. Which I kind of saw it coming. Well, but it's even if you see it coming, it still brings it together. The fact that he sees a dead body while he's... Trying a case, a murder case, and he's solving another murder outside his window. And those two things are connected with Stottlemyre and Randy's very big success of catching Escobar, transferring them off, which isn't their fault. The FBI is the one that lost them. And it twines all of that together and then puts it in a little package deal at the end when they pop out of the chute. And they're yeah. like, bam, you're supposed to be upstairs. Bam. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Was this the best finale ever? So, so far, so, so far, we've had Mr. Monk in the airplane, Mr. Monk goes to jail, and then season three, I haven't done the season three recap yet, so I don't, I can't remember it, honestly, but, I mean, I would, yeah, I would say it's better than both of those. I do love Mr. Monk in the airplane, though, but I would say so far, I don't remember season three, like I said, but so far it's pretty good, but we'll talk about that next time. We have not done episodes one through five of season four, so we're going to, I think next time you hear us, we will catch you up on those episodes, on our thoughts of that, and then the next week we'll do the season four recap, so that way we can get an entirety of season four and rank our episodes in that way, so we're not leaving anything out, so, because I think no one needs to see those to make his, you know, entire, there's some good ones, I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, there's some good ones. Really? Yeah. No, Don't want to hype it, but I'm ex- I'm excited. Okay, at what, least for one of them is re- is very good. So well, I just remember what I was going out. to say, but I didn't say it. Um, you said it brings it together so greatly, like the interconnecting storylines. And I was like, oh, I guess that, like I it was kind of uh, predictable, but I saw it from a mile away because I remember thinking. Monk is, it pans over to Monk at the beginning, right? Whenever, or whenever he, he goes into the courtroom, it, it starts on this one lady and that with, who's checking in her, like, coffee in her purse, and she walks through, and then they give her back to her because, mm-hmm. you know, that's how 
machines. Uh, Conveyor belt thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's how they work. So, I was like, that was so weird. And I knew, like, they do that. They do that just so you can be like, whenever you rewatch it, or if you decide to rewatch it, you're like, there we go. There, there she, she is. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I knew from the start, I was like, that's odd. That's not okay. Yeah, and then when she pops up, whatever they show, she's evil. Oh, you know what? That was something I didn't like. I don't want to end on a downer, but that was something I didn't like was they showed that scene with her in the hotel room where you yeah, know she was sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have to do that. They honestly they did not. could have left it all the way to the end where she's switching her vote back and forth and she goes to the restroom. Mung could have figured it out then. So it was a... And we didn't have to... We didn't have to know it as the audience before then. Yeah. That so would have been it cool. It was a... Shocked all of us. Yeah. Really. But it wasn't, so that's all right. Yeah. It was still great. It was still amazing. Amazing, amazing episode yep. once again. All right, amazing guys. Episode. We'll see you next time. Uh, I don't know how we're going to be at a perfect score from Noah, but we'll see you next time for episodes 401 through 405. Enter the February contest because Do it. it's going to well, be. Well, actually, awesome. it'll be March. So enter the March one. You'll hear this in March. Enter so. the March one. Enter the March one. You're, everyone was like, February. That was like three weeks ago. That's true. So, yeah. end the March because t-shirts are going to be awesome and we're not going to sell merch. We're just going to do this giveaway or we might sell merch. But <laughs> that's in the and that's in the far far future. But we're giving away a shirt shirts maybe, plural, with a bunch of other goodies. So if you want to enter at Junk Monk Podcast and you'll hear all of that information. Yes. Right? Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Bunk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candace, she's at Hardens and Hard Hats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., too bad. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323. 323- 366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.